This is episode 15 with certified life coach Amanda Faust. This is Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson. Finally realizing my master's degree only taught me so much, I decided to start on a journey to learn more about what it truly means to be a pencil leader and how we can leave a positive mark on people and the world around us. So each week, I'm going to bring you a topic or a guest that will help guide us on our way to grow and leave a positive mark wherever we go. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. One can choose to go back towards safety or forward toward growth. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. Abraham Maslow. And we must choose to either stay safe and be comfortable or to step out and fight the fear that's within us. When we choose to fight the fear and take a step out of our comfort zones, we we tend to grow a lot quicker. And this is the only way we can improve and get to the next stage in our life or to that next area that we're, we're going towards. To overcome the fears and head towards success is crucial in life. And today we have Amanda Faust on the show. Amanda is a certified high performance coach who coaches and teaches success-driven business owners and leaders to develop the daily habits and the growth-oriented mindsets they need to gain more clarity, increase productivity, and make more money. So Amanda, welcome to the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. We're so excited to be able to just learn from you about goal-oriented mindsets and growth-oriented mindsets and uh so I guess starting out, if you, if you want to tell everybody kind of a little bit about your story and um, a little bit about your story and what got you doing what you do. Yeah. So I'll try to sum, summarize a little bit. Cool. Um, so I am, as you said, a high performance coach, certified high performance coach, and I've been a certified life coach for five years and a recent high performance coach. So um, I had graduated from Indiana Wesleyan University with a bachelor's degree in leadership. And while I worked there, though I got a lot um, through my degree, I got the most out of where I worked at Indiana Wesleyan. And that was in a department where they offered life coaching services to students. So I absolutely loved working there. And God definitely knew to place me there because after graduation, those were the people I stayed in touch with were um, people from that department. And one of the life coaches there, she actually went on to start a training program for other life coaches. Wow! And she was certified to certify life coaches, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's awesome. So when I heard about that, she had actually reached out to me when she was first starting it. And I had just brought home our first daughter. Um, And she was two at the time we adopted her and then immediately got pregnant afterwards. And so I was juggling two kiddos, but I knew I wanted to do coaching and I was like, I'm going to figure out a way to do this. So, um, since it was the very first program, it was like going to be heavily discounted, I guess you could say. And I was like, this is, this is is my chance to do it. Um, you know, just in case it's not something I want to do, I'm not going to go into too much debt or anything like that. So, you know, when you're right out of college, you think that way. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I joined, I was in her first group, got certified shortly after that. And when I became a certified life coach, I thought because I was a mom and I was deep in the trend (laughs) of motherhood, I was like, well, I'm going to coach all these moms on how to 
you know, not lose their identities while they're in the midst of motherhood. Like, remember, they're still a person. They're still um, separate from being a mom. And that was my goal. And I realized very quickly that moms were not hiring life coaches. Like, we're not in the market for a life coach as much as they probably could use one. That just right. wasn't, just wasn't the reality. So, um, so yeah, I realized that a lot of my clientele were actually kind of what you described earlier in my intro was um, success-driven business owners. Mm. So people who were mostly already successful, but maybe lost themselves along the way. Maybe they were so um, driven to be successful that they neglected their families or they lost who they were or um, or maybe they hit a stopping point. Like they made it so far, but they weren't really sure how to make it beyond that. And those were the people that were coming to me. And I realized that I needed to up-level my coaching certification because we were making it, like we were making great progress together with what I had, but then they wanted more and I didn't have more to give them. Um, so that's when I heard of Brendan Burchard. Mm-hmm. He um, ran and he ran a certified program as well for high performance driven people. And I knew that was me. Like I'm a high performance driven person and I knew that's who I was coaching. So I was like, well, this would be perfect. Um, you know, if they want more then I'll give them more. So I went and got certified last spring as a high performance coach and have been coaching, um, some of these clients, um, again, and then of course new clients, excuse me, new clients as a high performance coach. That's awesome. And yeah, I think it's cool that you just kind of found that your original niche wasn't kind of the right area for this right market and then kind of switched it up. But uh, first, I think it's really cool. uh, A really cool thing that you do is, is foster it. So how does, and it's not on the topic of business, but how does fostering kind of impact your life and your business as you go? Like, I'm sure there's challenges with that and, but also a lot of blessings. You mean with my kids? Yeah, just being able to foster and adopt and all that stuff. Yeah, so they're all adopted now. We only fostered awesome. for yeah, we only fostered for a short time because that was the requirement for adoption. Right. And we probably will jump into it later on in life, back into it. But um, yeah, it's actually been really awesome to connect both what I do mm-hmm. with being a mom because um, you know being able to teach my kids, um, these like concepts early on, you know, I didn't learn personal development concepts till I was an adult and be able to start them, um, out with growth mindsets. Like we have, I don't know if you've ever heard of the big life journal, but it's this, um, this personal development thing for children and they have journals where they can, um, when they hit a certain age, they can journal about, personal development topics. Um, they have like principles that I'll do with them that are like on goal setting. We did that in January, um, where they planned their goals and it's just really neat to be able to use my expertise to um, teach them at such a young age. So yeah, for sure. And, and just following you on social media and everything, seeing some of that, it's just, I thought that was a cool part and a cool aspect that not many really think about or see. And so with the the adoptions and, and being able to just speak into your kids' lives. I think that's huge, especially for the future. Yeah. Um, and to go along with that too, is um, the person who originally trained me as a life coach, mm-hmm. she actually went on to develop a program for specifically for coaching children. That's and I awesome. went through that program as well. And that was one of my favorite programs. Um, I bet. Too, because yeah, it just feels like you're leaving a legacy. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's so important to, uh, 
to impact the younger generation. And, and uh, I interviewed a, a guy, Jake Worrell, about his program, Iron Impact, and how they're reaching out to athletes uh, in that age group, the younger age group, to impact them positively as they go out. Um, it's a faith-based one. And so it's just cool to see uh, people make an impact in the younger generation because it's so important. Yeah. I but yeah. But as far as your, your life coaching, your high performance um, business, what was the most challenging thing you saw kind of starting or getting that ball rolling with developing clientele and everything? Yeah. Oh, you want to know what, as far as clientele goes or just or any, any challenge. Yeah. Not just getting clientele, whatever you faced, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Cause when I heard this question, I was jumping back into motherhood as well. Oh, no, that's fine. Absolutely. Okay. Cause there are a lot of pe- people now juggling parenting, mm-hmm. um, starting their own businesses. And for me, I, um, I knew it was important that I wanted to stay home for my kids. That's not the case for everyone and that's fine. But for me, I wanted to do that. And, um, and it was a challenge. Um, I, I have three in school and my youngest is still home. He's home on half days. So um, you get those mornings to work. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's difficult to balance it all and to do it both well. So um, so that was the challenge was time management. And also mm-hmm. I, I was convinced I had to separate work from my personal life. Like I thought there needed to be very clear boundaries. And there does in some cases, I mean, obviously if I'm coaching a client, I'm not going to have my child, you know, right. Next to me. right. <laughs> yeah. But there's also a lot of ways where you can integrate work and home life and it works really well. And that's when things started to, um, to flow a little bit better in our family. So, you know, if I'm working, I also have a, I run a writing business, but mm-hmm. I won't get into that. But <laughs> basically if I'm sitting there like writing for a client, and my son comes in and is like, can you read me a book? Like I'm, I can stop and read to him. Like those, right. that's why I stayed home was to be able to do those things. Or if my other son, he, he was really interested in my podcast microphone for the longest time. Like <laughs> he, he just likes gadgets. Yeah. So, so instead of being like, you know, well, obviously I told you earlier that he yeah. broke my mic. So uh, maybe I should have had a boundary here. But, right, maybe. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is he ended up recording a little podcast for a um, local uh, kids classroom. And it was a classroom with kids who had um, some behavioral needs and mm. he was able to make a podcast about some growth he had experienced in those That's areas awesome. for them. And it's like, if I hadn't had let him into my work or taught him things, I would have never realized he really loved podcasting and communicating and all That's that. So, cool. so I mean, I could just name so many examples, but I think integrating my work and home life in certain ways is how I was able to overcome that challenge and feel so guilty if I'm not with my children or feel so um, overwhelmed with my workload um, Mm. because I know that like I do let them in in certain times. That's so cool. Yeah. That's an awesome perspective that not people, not a lot of people really think of is the the home life balance and and integration that you can do with it. And they, they think that you have to have these uh, structured, non-malleable boundaries Uh between everything. And it's cool to kind of see you have that interaction and be able to do that. So, and, and that's awesome that he's already getting into podcasting. So he'll be the next big one, right? Oh my gosh, he was made for it. He's that's better. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll have him on the show sometime. Yeah, <laughs> but so with that, like, so your main, main focus is high uh, performance leaders and, and growth oriented mindset with that. Um, 
So how do you go about teaching or how can someone have a more growth oriented mindset? Yes. So um, there's lots of different ways. And I actually forgot to ask you this at the beginning. Yeah, no I worries. do a little exercise. Okay. Oh, okay. Listen to. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Cause this popped into my head when I knew you were talking about a growth mindset. I was like, Oh, we got to do this exercise. Um, All right. so it's very quick. Um, but you can do it. I'll do it with you. And then if your listeners want to follow along, they can as well. Perfect. But I love to be able to tell whether or not somebody is already living in a growth oriented mindset or if they are living in scarcity. And I want to say before we do it, that like you can change, you know, so say, so say somebody gets scarcity and they feel terrible about it. Like don't feel terrible about it because there's steps to change. I, when I did this exercise, I was in scarcity and I think we can fluctuate. Like sometimes we do fall into those mindsets. So don't feel bad about it. It's just a good awareness exercise. Absolutely. Um, So what I want you to do, I don't know if you have a piece of paper, if not, you can think it through, but I want you to um, write down or think about five things that you want. So five things that you want. And then your listeners can either pause and do this and and replay the podcast when they're ready, but write those down and then let me know. This is going to be good to see where I'm at. Hopefully it's, we'll see. Hopefully it's not a bad thing. No, it'll be a good thing. It's always good to know where you're at. Exactly. It's just uh, just life. Yeah. Let's see. I got three. And they don't have to be super in depth. Just the five things that pop in your mind that you want. All right. Got them. Okay. Perfect. Now I want you to look at your list and see Mm -hmm. how many of those things do you already have? Not to the point where I want them. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. But do you have anything on that list already? Um, Or anything? Or are they all like goals that you don't quite have yet? Yeah, they're all goals I don't quite have that I'm working towards. Okay. So the reason why I do this exercise is to be able to tell. um, It's important that we realize that a lot of the things we want, we already have. Mm. And so if we are always just like in this, so another word for scarcity mindset is like a fixed mindset. Okay. And, um, so if you think that you are lacking, like I don't have these things, I, I don't, I still want them and I don't have them and you're just results driven and you're not able to see that you have things already that you already want. Like, for example, when I've done this with a client um, recently, she wrote like good health. Well, she has good health and she wrote mm. like her kids are safe. Well, her kids are safe. Those type of things are. I got gotcha. you. Which means that she's living in more of a growth mindset because she's able to um, appreciate what she has in addition to still having some um, goals for herself. So it's a really good check-in to be able to be like, okay, am I living in this results? Like I I have to have these results or I'm lacking something type Uh, of Or am I living in a... Um, you know, my, I have an abundance mindset. That's another word for growth mindset. Like I have an abundance of really good things now. And then there's some things that I'd like to also have later. Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So like, for example, I had have a healthier lifestyle. Like I have a healthy lifestyle, but I always would like to improve that. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's fine to have those goals. Like there's yeah. nothing or writing down to have a healthier lifestyle is not a problem in any way. Right. <laughs> this is just an exercise to be able to see if anything on your list was something that you already had that you've, that you know, um, that you may have wanted, but you are, but you have, and you can acknowledge that. Gotcha. So that's why I like doing that exercise. Cool. Well, I've had some people write down almost all of them that they already had. And of course they, they did say what you said in the moment. They were like, I'd like this to be a little bit better, but like right. I wish that I have it. Yeah. Um, and so that's just a really neat thing to see. And so when it comes to developing a growth mindset, mm-hmm. um, first of all, to go along with that exercise, it's embracing the process and not just the end result. So yes. it's not just thinking, okay, I will be happy when, or I will um, be successful when it's like really enjoying the entire process to get there and seeing that, you already have a lot of blessings and a lot of things um, to appreciate. But yes, there's always room for growth as well. And I um, think that's key because, yeah, I know I'm definitely like goal oriented uh, and kind of result driven, but definitely being able to enjoy the process and see like what's going on right now that I'm thankful and blessed to have or be able to do, uh, mm-hmm. but knowing that there's more to come. So, yeah, balancing that and seeing what you have right now and being thankful for it for sure is huge. Absolutely. Cause once we have like, say that all those things on your list end up happening, if you're still in scarcity mindset, then you will only write five more things to get as a result. You know what I mean? Like right. you write those, any of those things down as something that you want that you already have. Um, and that's why we have to keep ourselves in check for sure. So yeah, that was the first one was embrace cool. the process and not just the end result. Um, the next one is to just be willing to fail. And I know that's really scary and when I say that to people, they're like, but I don't want to fail. I'm like, well, I don't really either. Like, it's not like I'm like looking to fail, yeah. um, but it's being willing to. And yeah. knowing that like, as a lot of people in the personal development world say, like that's where learning happens. That's where growth happens. Yep. And so um, instead of viewing failure as like, that's the end, I'm done. It's instead viewing it as like, no, it's just a not yet. Like I just found a way not to do it. And yep. now I'm like, able to launch into the right direction. Cause I know this happened to be the wrong direction. Right. Um, I kind of like fail forward. Like, yeah, I love okay. that. Yeah. Slipped up or didn't go the way I wanted. Okay. So what can I implement or what can I change to have a, a better percentage of, of success next time or yeah. what I need to do different? Yeah, for sure. 100%. And I think, I know you had mentioned earlier, like how I've applied my coaching to my mm-hmm. children. This is a huge one. I mean, I'm failing all the time. <laughs> yeah. With- Kids, partly because a few of them, um, since we are an adoptive family, a few of them, I'm still just getting to know, it seems like. Yep. Um, and so I'm failing left and right. But <laughs> if I were to be afraid of that, I'd really miss out on some of the, like how far I've come in some of my relationships with them. Absolutely. Um, so that I've tried to be willing to fail because I know that I'm going to learn from it and we're going to grow closer. So yeah. yeah. Really, if we're not failing, if we haven't messed up, then we're not pushing ourselves to growth at all. I mean, we're content. We're in our little comfortable area and not having to be pushed. So we're used to it or we've, we've already failed to get to where we are to be comfortable. And so we don't want to go past that and grow uh, or change at all. And so it's, it's almost like a, I would rather be failing and know I'm growing than just kind of being complacent and staying at the same spot. But that could just be my personality. As no, well. 100%. That's actually yeah. my my last tip with growth mm. mindset, which of course there are many more tips, but for the right. sake of clarity, I kept it to three. Um, that's the last 
one. Practice stepping outside of your comfort zone because that's where the magic happens. And growth mindset people are the ones who see the unknown, like what's outside of the comfort zone as like an opportunity um, and not something to be feared. Mm -hmm. So just practicing little ways to step out of your comfort zone and then that's when you're going to experience growth. So just as you said, those are my three tips for growth-oriented mindset. That's awesome. And how did you word the first one of those? Yeah. Embrace the process, not just the end result. That's awesome. I love that. Embrace the process. I definitely need to remind myself of that because of being goal oriented. So, So what are some, some, I guess, daily habits that people who might be trying to, to become, uh, growth oriented, what are some daily habits that they should or could try to start to um, improve that. I know we went over the three, three things to become growth oriented, but even like very beginner stage. Yes. Okay. So I love habits. Like I love the idea of habits. Um, And that's actually one of the workbooks I have on my site that, that um, talks all about developing habits. And so I could have gotten really carried away here, (laughs) a bunch of different habits, but I really focus on one. Okay. um, That's because it's, like a habit that's ongoing to develop. Like it's, I don't know anyone who's like nailed this habit yet. I know people who have grown in it, mm-hmm. um, but it's managing your thoughts, mm. uh, practicing awareness of your thoughts, because when you're experiencing feelings you don't want, it's really important to figure out um, what's causing those feelings because it's likely rooted in a scarcity mindset. So when you notice yourself thinking limiting beliefs like I don't know enough or I don't have enough time or I'll just start tomorrow. Um, I could go on and on about limiting beliefs. But but when we realize that we have the power to change those, we're not necessarily going to stop ourselves from those thoughts popping into our head. Like that's kind of an ongoing thing, but we have the power to notice it and then Mm -hmm. change it and switch it around to things like, actually, I may not know enough yet, but I can learn or Time for other things that aren't that important so I can switch some things around and make time for what is yep. um, or you know the whole like I can start tomorrow thing <laughs> you can think yeah. like I can start tomorrow but I'd probably be better off starting today so what's one step I can take towards that goal today um, so just being really uh, being a noticer of your thoughts noticing okay is this a scarcity mindset thought like is Am I kind of what you had said, only being results driven? Like it's great, great, great to be striving for, to reach your goals. Like I obviously encourage that, Um, but just like when people either aren't, they don't have any goals for themselves or that's all they can focus on. They're, you know, too far on uh, the spectrum and they need to find a middle ground a little Mm -hmm. bit and and start being more aware of, of, aware of their thoughts. So that my number one habit to implement. That's awesome. And I know, yeah, that's one big thing that I'm constantly working on. And even my wife, Hannah, she, she'll, she'll point it out. Sometimes I'll say something that's a limiting thought or belief and she'll be like, Hey, where are your thoughts at? And I was like, Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So she helps me out there. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So Amanda, we got pencil leadership has five different traits and we got a couple of questions we like to, to ask before we, we close out the show. Uh, with our guests. Uh, the first one is, so who has impacted your journey the most? Uh, it might be a mentor or coach or, or someone of that nature. Yeah. So this is someone that hasn't like directly impacted mm-hmm. me as far as he like, as far as he doesn't know who I am, but yeah. <laughs> I follow him. Um, Brendan Burchard, like I said uh, earlier, mm-hmm. 
Um, he was the one who certified me as a high performance coach. And I just look up to the way that he is always filled with joy. He's like the mm-hmm. most energetic human being, yet he says he's an introvert. I'm always <laughs> like, I don't, I don't believe you, but okay. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But he he just has this ability to cultivate habits that have given him this like amazing life. And it's not because he just was like given this amazing life. Like he right. every single day to cultivate that and impact people. And um, yeah, I just can't get enough of like his books and his podcasts and videos. Um, I'm always amazed he has more to say. Like I'm like, like he'll make a new one. And I'm like, how did you have anything more to say? Like you've, yeah. you've said so many wonderful things. Um, but yeah, he's definitely the one who's impacted me the most. That's awesome. And yeah, he puts out some really great content. I follow him on social media and everything. And yeah, he has a lot of good messages. I agree. Um, so the second question is, has there been any times in your life that have been really hard or maybe a mistake that you've been through, but looking back on it, you've seen the positive growth that has, has come from those times? Yes. Okay. hundred percent. So this is actually kind of a recent example. Okay. So in the fall, um, I had my biggest client load, both in my writing business and my coaching. So like I felt, you know, obviously the most successful I had been thus far. Um, however, speaking of growth and scarcity mindset, um, I had convinced myself like this belief that I was not a marketer. So I didn't, I had told myself, I don't know marketing. I can't market my business. I'm just going to coach. Um, and I realized that that was not going to work because what happened was all my clients, they, they're in a program and it's a certain number of weeks and then the program, you know, finishes when it finished, I didn't have clients because Mm -hmm. they all competed and I spent my whole time investing in them as a coach and not telling anyone else that I coached, like I wasn't out there marketing in any way. And so when they completed, I was like left with, um, with no, nothing. Mm. And that's because typically before everybody kind of overlapped and it just kind of worked for right. like, I mean, that's very rare for that to happen for five years, but it really <laughs> did. Like it just, it always worked. And so this was the first time that, um, it just did not And so I was like, what do I do? And, um, with the growth oriented mindset, I had to shift my perspective to, I don't know marketing yet. And then that's when I dove full on into marketing for like months. I interviewed people who I knew were really great marketers. I read all the, all the things, listened to all the things, took courses, like just went all in. Um, And it was like the best thing ever because even though it was really hard to go through that, I would have never learned marketing otherwise. Like I would have just continued on that because I enjoyed coaching and that's what I wanted to invest my time in. Um, but yeah, now I feel like it's been amazing because the people I am coaching and the people that I work with in my writing company are people that I want, like they're like my ideal people because Mm -hmm. I spent time marketing to my target audience and learning how to do that and learning how to reach them. And, um, it's just taken everything to the next level that wouldn't have happened otherwise. And so it's neat to look back on and think, wow, that was really hard. But like, I'm really glad that I chose the right mindset to have so that mm-hmm. I could jump, jump in and, and learn something new. That's so awesome. Yeah. Just learning from the the hard times and actually making a change. That's so huge that we could all learn from. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So yeah. the third is, 
Um, what positive mark after everything is done for you here on earth, um, do you want people to see from your life? Yeah. Um, I don't know that I like can summarize it into one sentence. <laughs> I think it's more just like a concept almost. Yeah. But like what I really want is for people to like celebrate who they are now, not feel like there's something broken with them or wrong with them, mm -hmm. but to know that like God created them for yeah. an amazing, amazing life. Um, maybe not perfect. Doesn't mean it's free from suffering in any way, right. but he's created them for a mission, for a purpose, for an amazing life. And with that comes investing in your, in your personal growth and so that you can be all that he created you to be. Um, so that's what I want is to find that balance of like, not, oh, I'm worthless. I need to change. But like, hey, I'm a created being by God. And like, mm -hmm. he has this great plan for me. And so it's my job to like become all that he created me to be. Yeah, I agree 100%. That's awesome. And a great, a great mark that you want to leave. Um, so Amanda, again, thanks um, for being on the show. Is there any way or anything that the audience can can find you on or anything that you have going on for them? Yeah. So if anybody wants, I have several um, different freebies on my website about these type of topics um, at highperformanceinsider.com. I also run a podcast called High Performance Insider Podcast and then have some articles on there about these topics as well. So if you want to check out my services or any um, free tools around personal development, definitely check out highperformanceinsider.com. Absolutely. And you guys check, check Amanda out on her, on all that social media websites, everything. You're going to get some great content from her as well. But just remember guys from today's episode, embrace, um, embrace what's going on, embrace the process. Um, don't let fear overcome you step out of the comfort zone for growth and manage those thoughts. So just some great stuff that Amanda shared with us today. So thankful Amanda again for you coming on and sharing all that with us. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, share it with someone else and make a positive mark in their life. Also, head over and leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think of the show. Help me improve it as we go. And don't forget to check me out on Instagram at chris.anderson8 for motivational, educational, and behind-the-scenes info. Now let's go out and make a positive mark being pencil leaders.